0: Chapters 16 through 21 of the Paradise or Garden of the Holy Fathers, Book 2 by Palladius. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 16 of the Two Fathers Who Went Naked. Abba Macarius, the Egyptian, once came from Skeet to the mountain of Nitria to the offering of Abba Pambo, And the fathers said unto him, Speak with the brethren, O Father. And he said, I am not yet a monk but I have seen monks. For once, when I was sitting in my cell at Skeet, my thoughts said unto me, Go forth, get thee gone into the desert, and consider intently what thou will see there. And I remained five years in struggling with my thought, and trying it, lest it might be from Satan. And since the thought continued with me, I rose up and journeyed into the inner desert, and I found there a fountain of water, with an island in the middle of it, and the beasts of the desert used to drink therefrom. And I saw in the midst of the beasts two naked men. Then fear took up its abode in my limbs, and I thought that they were perhaps spirits. Now when they saw that I was afraid, they spoke unto me, and said, Fear not, we also are men. And I said unto them, Whence are ye? And how have ye come to this desert? And they said unto me, We were once in a monastery, and the desires of both of us was the same. And we went forth and came here, where we have been for forty years, one of us is an Egyptian and the other a Libyan. And they also questioned me, saying, What news is there in the world? Do the waters of the river come as usual? And is the world flourishing? And I said unto them, Yes, and I also asked them, How can I become a monk? And they said, Except a man make himself to be remote from everything which is in this world, he cannot be a monk. And I said unto them, I am feeble, and I am not able to do as ye do. And they said unto me, If thou canst not do as we do, sit in thy cell, and weep for thy sins. And I asked them, When it is winter, are ye not frozen? And in the season of heat, are not your bodies consumed? And they answered me, saying, God in his providence hath made us to be so that in the winter we do not freeze, and in the summer we are not burnt up. And it was because of this that I said, I am not yet a monk, but I have seen monks. Permit me to be silent. Chapter 16a. Of a certain old man who went naked. And they used to speak of a certain solitary monk who went out into the desert carrying his apparel on his shoulder and having gone a journey of three days he climbed a rock and saw below him an old man who was grazing like the beasts and he came down secretly and gave chase to him and the old man was naked and his soul had diminished to such a degree that he could not bear the smell of men and he was able to remove himself from them and to make his escape by flight and having taken to flight that brother pursued him and he cried out to him and said i am following after thee for god's sake wait for me then the old man answered and said unto him and i for god's sake also am fleeing from thee and finally casting away from him the garment which was on his shoulder he pursued him with all his might now as soon as the old man saw that he had cast away his garments he waited for him, and when the brother came up with him, the old man said, As thou didst cast away from thee the things of the world, I waited for thee. Then that brother entreated him, saying, Speak to me a word of advice, that I may be redeemed thereby. And the old man said unto him, Flee from the children of men, and keep silence, and thou shalt live. Chapter 17 of a certain naked old man who fed with the beasts. And a certain brother came to the monks who lived in that spot, wherein there were twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees, where Moses and the people of Israel encamped when they went forth from Egypt. And that brother told them the following story, saying, I once had it in my mind to go into the inner desert and see if there was any man living therein and I went on a journey of four days and four nights, and found a certain cave, and having approached it, I looked inside it, and saw a man sitting therein, and I knocked at the door according to the custom of the monks, so that he might come out to me, and I might salute him. But he never moved, for he was dead. Now I did not hesitate or draw back, but I went in, and laid my hand upon his shoulders, and he crumbled into dust, and became nothing at all, and in wonderment I came out of that place, and journeyed on again in the desert. And I saw another cave, by the side of which were traces of men, and I plucked up courage, and drew near to it. And though I knocked, no man answered me. Then I went inside, and found no man, and I rose up, and came outside, and said within myself, The holy man will soon come here. Now when it was the season of evening, I saw a number of beasts, which are called buffaloes, and the servant of God was in their midst, naked, and his hair had been made into a covering for his shame. And when he saw me, he stood up in prayer, for he thought that I was a spirit, and he was greatly vexed by an evil spirit, as he subsequently told me, And I understood this matter, and said unto him, I am a man, a holy one, look at my footprints, and touch me, for I am flesh and blood. And after he had prayed, and I had answered Amen, he looked at me and took heart, and brought me into his cave, and asked me, Why didst thou come here? Then I said unto him, That I might be blessed by the servants of God, have I come into this desert and he hath not deprived me of my desire and i also asked him how didst thou come here and how dost thou live and he began to speak unto me thus i was once in a monastery where my work was to weave linen and the thought came to me that i would leave it and dwell by myself and my mind said thou wilt be able to live in seclusion and to entertain strangers with the results of thy labor, and thy wages will be more than enough for thee. And I agreed with my thoughts, and I carried them into effect. So I built me an habitation, and took up my abode therein. And men used to come to me and carry away my work. Now, whilst I was doing thus, I was giving my work for the benefit of strangers and the poor. Satan the enemy, with his wonted envy cast his arrows at me and instead of the reward of my labours wherewith i expected to be rewarded he flattered me by causing a certain virgin to come to me with the excuse that she wished to buy the labour of my hands and i gave her that which she wanted and he stirred her up moreover and with one excuse or the other she was always coming to me and when she had been accustomed to come and had acquired freedom of speech with me she began to come near me and she would take hold of my hands and laugh and she was so bold as to eat with me and subsequently we conceived and brought forth iniquity and having lived with her in this fallen condition for six months i thought in my mind that whether it was today or tomorrow or at some future time however far off that time might be i should be delivered over to everlasting torment the man who taketh out of her house the wife of another man, and seduceth her, is delivered over to the punishment of the law. How much greater then will be the punishment of the man who hath seduced a woman who hath been betrothed to Christ? Then straightway I determined to come to this desert, and leaving everything I had behind me, I went forth secretly, and came and found this cave, and this fountain, and this palm, which is in front of it which produces twelve clusters of dates each year, and thus yielded each month that which is sufficient for me for the whole month. Now after some time the hair of my body grew long, and my clothes wore out, and my hair covered my bodily shame, and I have now been here for thirty years, and the climate always supplieth me in moderation with what is necessary. And I questioned him further, saying, Was thy mind disturbed about anything during the first years of thy life here? And he said unto me, I was greatly afflicted at first, and I used to throw myself upon the ground by reason of pain in my liver, and I could not stand up to say my prayers, but was obligated to make my supplications unto God lying on the ground. Now whilst I was in this tribulation, I saw a man who came and stood by my side, and said unto me, What is thy pain? And at these words I gained a little strength. And I said unto him, My liver troubleth me, and causeth me pain. And he said to me, Show me where the place is. And having shown him, he spread out his fingers and his hands, and slit up my body as with a sword. And he took my liver, and showed me the sore on it. Then he removed the pain, and having made the place whole again, he said unto me behold thou art healed serve thou Christ thy Lord as is meet for him and I have been healed since that and I have lived here without any pain then I entreated him to permit me to live in the first cave wherein I had seen the dead monk and he said unto me thou art not able to endure the attack of the devils and knowing that what he had said unto me was right I entreated him to pray for me and to dismiss me. I have narrated this story unto you, O my brethren, so that we may be zealous in the spiritual life and its works of excellence, and may attain to everlasting life. May our Lord in his grace and goodness make us worthy to receive it. Chapter 18 Of Another Holy Man A certain old man who was worthy to be the bishop of a city in Egypt told me the following story which he tried to make one think he had heard from another man, but he himself had actually done the things which he described. And he said, Once there came to me the thought that I would go into the inner desert, which is over against Ussa, that I might see if I could find therein any holy man who worshipped Christ. And taking with me food and water for four days, I set out on my journey, and after four days my food came to an end. AND I WONDERED WHAT I SHOULD DO FOR MORE, AND I PLUCKED UP COURAGE AND COMMITTED MYSELF TO GOD. THEN I WENT ON FOR ANOTHER FOUR DAYS, WHEN I BECAME SO WEAK THAT I COULD NOT STAND UP ANY LONGER, BECAUSE THROUGH HUNGER AND EXHAUSTION I HAD NO STRENGTH IN ME, AND I BECAME SICK IN SPIRIT AND THREW MYSELF ON THE GROUND, AND A CERTAIN MAN CAME AND DREW HIS FINGER ACROSS MY LIPS, and forthwith I became so strong that I thought that neither fatigue nor hunger had ever drawn nigh me. And as soon as I perceived the strength which had come to me, I rose up again and continued my journey for four more days. Then once more I became weary and stretched out my hands to heaven. And behold, that man who had given me strength before drew nigh to my lips and made me strong. And I continued my journey in the desert after this. For seven days more when I found a booth with a palm tree and water by the side of it and there was standing there a man the hair of whose head was quite white and he had made clothing for himself and his face was awesome to look upon now on seeing me he stood up in prayer and when he had prayed and I had answered amen he knew that I was a man Then he took hold of my hands and questioned me, and said, How didst thou come hither? Dost everything in the world still exist? Are the Christians being persecuted? Then I said unto him, By the help of your prayers, For in truth ye serve God, I have traveled and come into this desert, and by the power of Christ the persecution of the Christians is at an end. And in turn I said unto him, father tell me how thou didst come hither and with sighs and tears he began to say unto me i was a bishop and during the period of the persecution many sufferings came upon me and finally because i could bear the tribulations no longer i sacrificed unto idols and having come to my senses i recognized the wickedness which i had committed and i made myself come to this desert that i might die here And I passed forty-nine years here in making supplication to God for my folly, and in entreating him to forgive me the sin which I sinned. Now God gave me life from this palm tree, but I did not receive any encouragement to hope for the forgiveness of my sins until the completion of forty-eight years. And after he had said these things to me, he rose up suddenly and went outside the booth and stood up for many hours in prayer, and when he had finished his prayer he came to me and as i looked upon his face fear and wonder fell upon me for it was a face as of fire and seeing that i was afraid he said unto me fear not for the lord hath sent thee to me that thou mayest bury my body and as soon as he had finished speaking he stretched out his hands and his feet and died then i took the garment which i had on me and tore it in two and in one half of it i rolled him up and laid him in it in the earth and the other half formed my apparel now as soon as i had buried him the palm tree dried up and the booth fell down then i made my entreaties unto god and i prayed unto him to leave me the palm tree so that i might pass the rest of my life there but as this did not take place I perceived that it was not the will of God that I should remain here. So I prayed and returned to the habitation of the children of men. And behold, that man who had given me strength before came again to me and gave me courage. And thus I arrived and came to the brethren. And having related unto them these things, I encouraged them not to be in despair about their souls, but to feel that in impatient endurance they would find our Lord. Chapter 19 Of a certain solitary monk who used to feed on grass by the Jordan. A certain monk was feeding on the grass by the Jordan, and at noontide he went into a cave to rest, and he found there a lion which began to roar. And he said to the lion, What vexeth thee? There is room enough here both for thee and for me. If thou dost not wish for a companion, get up and go out. AND BECAUSE THE LION COULD NOT BEAR HIM, HE ROSE UP AND WENT OUT. CHAPTER twenty OF A CERTAIN HOLY VIRGIN ONCE CERTAIN OF THE GREAT SAGES OF Skete WERE TRAVELING ALONG A ROAD IN THE DESERT, WHEN THEY HEARD A SOUND, LIKE THE groan OF A SICK PERSON, RISE UP FROM THE GROUND, AND THEY SEARCHED AND FOUND A PATH WHICH LED INTO A CAVE, AND WHEN THEY HAD DESCENDED INTO IT, THEY DISCOVERED THERE A CERTAIN HOLY VIRGIN, Then they said unto her, O mother, when didst thou come here, and who ministered unto thee? For they saw nothing in the cave, except the holy woman herself who was lying on the earth. And she said unto them, Behold, I have passed eight and thirty years in this cave, and I have satisfied my wants with grass. For I labor for Christ, and I have never seen a man except this day, and God has sent you to me this day to bury my body. And having said these words, she died. And when the fathers saw this, they glorified God, and they buried her body and prayed, and departed from the place. Chapter 21 Of the two young men who were with Macarius Abba Batinius said, The disciple of Macarius once told me the following story. And he said, Abba Macarius, once said to me, whilst I was living in Skeet, two young men who are strangers have gone down there, and one of them hath a few hairs as a beard, and the other hath the beginning of a beard. And these young men came and said unto me, Where is the cell of Abba And I said unto them, What seek ye with him? And they said, We have heard of his life and deeds, and we have come to see him. And I said unto them, I am he, and they offered me repentance, and said unto me, We wish to abide here. Now seeing that they were proud because of their riches, I said unto them, You will not be able to dwell here. And the elder of them said unto me, If we are unable to dwell here, we will go to another place. Then I said to myself, Why should I be an occasion of stumbling unto them? For the labor itself will make them flee and i said unto them come make ye a cell for yourselves if ye can and they replied to me only show us how to do it and we will do it so i gave them an axe and a tool for digging up the ground and a sack of bread and salt and i showed them a rock wherefrom they might hew stone and i said to them hew your stone from here and then bring wood from the forest and roof over the place and then take up your abode now i thought that they would straightway take to flight but they said unto me what is your work here and i said unto them the weaving of palm leaves and i plucked some leaves from the palms in the grove and showed them how to begin to work to plate baskets and i said unto them give them to the guardians and they will give you bread and from that hour i left them and everything which i had said unto them They performed with great persistence and diligence, and they remained there for three years and never came to me, and I continued to debate in my thoughts, saying, what kind of work is theirs that they never come in to me to ask me for anything? The people that are far off come to me, but these who are close by do not come to me, and they have gone nowhere else except to the church to receive the offering when they have leisure." Then I prayed to God and fasted for a whole week, that he might show me their work, and straightway I rose up and went to them, that I might see how they were. And when I had knocked, they opened the door to me, and they saluted me, and then held their peace. And I prayed and sat down. Then the elder of the men motioned to the younger, who went outside and sat down. And he plaited ropes and said nothing and at the season of the ninth hour he knocked at the door and the younger man came and made a sign to him and he went forth and cooked a little food and he made another sign to him and he prepared a table with three bread cakes upon it and then stood by in silence then i said arise let us eat and they drew nigh and we ate and one of them brought an earthenware pitcher of water and we drank and when the evening had come they spake to me and said art thou going away and i said no i'm going to pass the night here then they laid down a palm leaf mat for me on one side of their cell and they threw themselves down upon the bare earth on the other side of the cell by themselves and when i had prayed to god to inform me concerning their toil the roof was opened and the place became as light as it was in the daytime. But they did not see the light. Then, thinking that I was asleep, the elder man smote the younger, and they rose up and girded up their loins and spread out their hands to heaven. And I saw them, but they did not know that I could see them. And I saw the devils hovering about over the young men like flies, and some of them wished to settle on his eyes and some on his mouth, and behold the angel of the lord was going round him and was driving away from him the devils with the sword of fire now the devils did not dare to approach the elder man and about the time of morning the two men threw themselves in the ground and i made myself to appear like one who had just woken up from sleep and they likewise feigned to have only then become awake and the elder man spoke unto me these words only. Dost thou wish us to recite twelve psalms only? And I said unto him, Yes. And the younger man recited five psalms out of each of the six peth-gama, and one hulala, and every peth-gama. a lamp of fire came forth from his mouth and went up into heaven, And similarly, when the elder man stood up and recited the psalms, there went forth from his mouth, as it were, a rope of fire, which ascended into heaven. Now I could only recite the psalms little by little. And I came forth and said unto them, Pray ye for me. And they excused themselves and were silent. And I learned that the elder man was perfect, but that the enemy still waged war against the younger man. And after a few days the elder man died, and three days later the other man died also. And whensoever the fathers came to Abimacarius, he used to take them to the cells of those brethren, and say unto them, Behold ye the martyrium of these little strangers. End of chapters 16 through 21